Hey, hey, welcome to LDS Transitions. So, welcome, welcome. No, it's not Sabbath morning, thank goodness. It is Saturday for me. How wonderful is that? Um, so, and I survived. I don't know how I survived, but I survived. So, um... I uh, I was talking to my wife about baptizing my daughter, and this was a few weeks ago, and we were debating on the pants and the white shirt and white tie and white belt, and um, due to COVID, I'm up a size. <laughs> oh, the pains. Um, you know, and that's a whole other thing, is that when you're... Uh, when your drug of choice is eating uh, for your own, you know, and you've got a low ma- metabolism and stuff, it's like, you know, it just eats at you as it is. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> uh, so I'm up a size and it's like, okay, what do we do? And we uh, went with the jumpsuit route and even though I hate the jumpsuits, it's like, okay, I don't have to buy two extra pairs of white shirts. I don't have to deal with the white tie issue. I don't have to deal with, you know, the white belt and the white pants um, like I would with the temple. It's like, I'm just going to do the jumpsuit and I'm good to go. Sure, I know people do jumpsuits in temples, but I haven't been down that road since uh, MTC missionary days uh, going to the Provo Temple. Uh, Well, and outside of baptisms for the dead, right? So anyway, uh, long story longer, or short story longer. Um, So my wife, uh, you know, bought three jumpsuits of different sizes just to be safe so that we could get something decided sooner than later and and uh you know and sure enough it was it wasn't my old size it was the next size up and and uh I didn't I didn't have an emotional reaction looking at myself in the mirror I was all by myself and I didn't have an emotional reaction. So that's good. Hopefully in the day of, I can be like totally cool about it. I can be in a good mood. I'm going to try to have myself in the best mindset possible. My wife's reaching out to the bishop as far as getting it all scheduled and stuff today. And, you know, there's a lot of anxiety about that. You know, and someone that's a believer might be like, oh, jeez, dude, you know, it's like, you you just, you've lost the spirit, and, you know, something's going on in your life. No, I feel more worthy than I ever have, but the idea of representing something that I feel is completely false, or that has at least lied to me, and been deceitful, and continues to be deceitful is not transparent, is not honest. You know, let's compare this to a marriage. If the church in its honesty was like a marriage, would it be considered healthy? 
well, you know, you've always, you know, you should have just done more research about me, you know, and my, my background, and, you know, this is not my fault, it's your fault. It's not my, you know, hey, whatever people told you about me ahead of time, you know, hey, I'm sorry if they didn't share everything. You know, you could have asked me any time. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not transparency. It's not honesty. It is... It is not integrity. And that is, I think, what I get the most pissed about. It's one thing to find out that something does not hold up. It's another thing when there is not a space for you to feel safe and everyone thinks that it's a you problem. You know, that is what pisses me off. That is what hurts me. That is what angers me. That is what's frustrating. So, but I just wanted to give an update that, hey, I survived that. We'll see how the next phases are. We'll see how I do (coughs) with dealing with the stake president and the bishop and dealing with, uh, you know, the actual baptism itself, talking to my daughter about it. Um... But uh, it it's really painful, and there's no one there for you. I can't talk to my wife about it, you know. So the people that I can talk to are all online. Um, I do have a friend that's somewhat close by that I haven't talked to yet. Um, awesome, awesome guy, awesome family. Um, but if my wife was to get an inkling of of building this friendship, you know, she would, I think, I think it'd be too much for her, because part of building that friendship, and in real, where it's a real interactive, and it's not an online, in my own personal space sphere, you know, and with it being COVID, and working from home, and stuff, I don't have that luxury to be able to just go and say, hey, I'm going out with my buddies. Oh, who's your buddies? You know, um, so it's sad. It's, it's hard. Um, you know, it it is what it is. But, uh, you know, I survived this step, you know. Uh, there's a baptism for a niece um, today and a baptism for a nephew tomorrow. We'll see if we survive that. I, I'm sure that'll be fine, right? I'll probably be one ear in, one ear out. Um, but it might bring a little bit more reality to me because it's like, yeah, that's what I'll be doing, right? Or maybe it'll give me more confidence of, hey, I've got this. So I've done it before, right? Where you fake it till you make it. Um, but I know I'm not making it. I'm just making it through the event. Um, but I still have to be real. I still have to be authentic. Um, but hopefully this is a showing of a progression for myself that it's like, yeah, I can do it. No big deal. Um, but you know, it doesn't change my beliefs, it doesn't change who I am, it doesn't change the fact that I'm seeking truth, but what it does change is, um, 
you know, people are going to say, oh, it's hypocritical. You bet it is. But I'm doing it for my family, you know. Um, what? Do, who do I put first? Do I put first my kids? And trying to be the best person I can be with the screwed up narrative that they're being taught? Or what do I do, you know? If one of my kids, you know, is gay or, you know, whatever else, they uh, choose not to go to church or has a boyfriend and gets pregnant or whatever, I'm going to be their champion of, hey, it's okay, you got me, I, I got you, right? But anyway, I digress, um, that's my quick update, so... Uh, be safe. Have a great Saturday. If it's your Saturday, if if you're catching this on a Sunday, I hope it's a wonderful second Saturday for you or whatever that day is for you. Um, but, you know, thrive, live, uh, live long and prosper. So if if it's a really crappy day, you know, it'll be okay. You got this. So... Hey, hey, you still there? <laughs> Hopefully I didn't lose you. Uh, <laughs> so I thought of something else. Uh, I thought about... Yesterday, my wife answered the door, and the elders quorum counselor that is over my ministering district... Uh, district 2. Go District 2. You got this. <laughs> he shows up to our door. And, you know, he uses this. Yeah, he's in the area, and I thought I'd stop by. Sure, he may have been, but the guy is just kind of completely under my skin. As I think, too. As I uh, think I've shared before. But he shows up to the door, and my wife lets him in, and I'm upstairs working, and I uh, saw on the camera that he was at the door. I'm just like, okay, I'm throwing in the earbuds, I'm plugging in my phone, and if my wife comes up saying, hey, so-and-so's here, I'm going to say, yeah, tell the jackass to hit the road, I'm on a phone call. Um... <laughs> his first name's Jack, so it's funny. But anyway, um, this is a guy that used to be a bishop that was called on a mission with his wife. Um, and they were served as a singles couple to, uh, to a singles ward or singles branch at a university. And I bet you anything they were driving everybody bonkers and they asked for them to be moved elsewhere. He was previously a branch president of a singles branch in the local area. The guy just drives me nuts. Um, I'm, I'm sure he means well. I'm sure a lot of people would not see any issues with him, but he's pushy. Um, it's manipulative, and I don't care for it. The guy's texted me several times. But anyway, so he shows up and my wife says I'm working and uh, 
you know, we're doing fine and stuff like that. And he says, so when are you coming back to church? And my wife talked to him about, you know, maybe when COVID dies down and stuff. Um, so, you know, this whole manipulative of, oh, well, you should really be at church. You know, he didn't say that, but, you know, it's like, if you're asking, it's kind of like, obviously you're attending church and you think it's okay. So you think it's okay for everybody. Just that mindset just drives me nuts. You know, it's one thing to be a member in the church believer and it is what it is. It's a whole nother thing to have had a faith transition and you got someone that's making you as a project. Now, why would he be making me as a project? Well, probably because I haven't returned any of his phone calls or emails or text messages. I blocked him on Facebook. I'm close to blocking him on um, somewhere else, you know, and I'm just ready to... Um, I'm just ready to call the elders quorum president and say, Hey, do you have an idea of my situation? Okay, well, I need someone other than jackass <coughs> to be over my district. Move me over to another district. Uh, I'd prefer yours. <coughs> and am I doing my ministering? No, I'm not. It is what it is. Right now, I'm not. So, uh, anyway, <laughs> we'll see what happens, right? Until the baptism happens, um, I'm kind of laying low and trying not to ruffle feathers. But once it happens, uh, I need to see how things are going to go forward. Because I have to be able to have some realism, authenticity within myself where I can feel to be safe and, and to be me. Um, how that's going to look, I don't know. But anyway, take care, be kind, enjoy your Sabbath. And uh, if you're not kind, you know, just be a safe unkind. You know, don't do anything uh, crazy. You know, don't go to anger, to physical violence or anything. Don't ruin someone's life. Um, but, you know process things find someone you need to talk to and talk to them if you can but take care y'all